Hey friend, it's David Nabinski here in Brooklyn, here at the Portfolio Career Podcast. We help you take ownership of your portfolio career and design the life that you want to live. So this is kind of meta. This is a podcast episode about podcasting. A what? A podcast episode about podcasting. I recently created a course on podcasting, uh, which can be found on my website at PortfolioCareerPodcast.com slash course. And I wanted to share some of the lessons behind um, the course and some of my thinking and stuff related to creating this free for now course. So why did I do this? Well, first, podcasting has changed my life. Um, you know, this is over, you know, 210 episodes of the show. So that's kind of crazy. And it's led to a lot of incredible things in my life, personally, professionally, etc. And so I wanted to share my 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 knowledge, my learnings, uh, just like everyone does on the show. And uh, I've shared about podcasting in a couple different ways, uh, in a couple different episodes. But I wanted to share this this course. I wanted to create this course to kind of put a container around some of the like core core ways that I've been thinking about the show, how I've been able to start and scale the show, and that's the name of the course. And um, selfishly, I think you know creating anything like a podcast episode is valuable. So um, so creating this course, again, as it's free for now, was is valuable. And then kind of talking about it, I think is valuable. And if this encourages you to create something, that's amazing as well. Um, I think that sometimes we can get um, trapped into like, oh, is this going to make money? Or when is this going to make money? Or what's the ROI? And a lot of the parts about the show has been um, you know, this has been a personal project, um, but I've taken the project seriously and it's led to a lot of great things and ROIs come in different ways than the traditional kind of, you know, uh, revenue to date. So also I wanted to create this because, you know, I've been involved in podcasting and coaching podcasting. I was a coach in the podcasting fellowship, um, the podcasting workshop through Akimbo right after I was a student and starting in the fall of 2018. And that was just a really incredible experience helping people. Uh, ended up kind of working with and helping over a thousand students trying to launch their shows. Um, and then I co-created a po- advanced podcasting course. And so podcasting coaching and podcasting creation has really just been a key piece as um, of things that I've done over the last couple of years since starting the show in 2018. And so again, I wanted to kind of share my point of view what I've learned uh, so that it could hopefully help you with your existing show or wanting to create a show. I get asked sometimes to about, hey, I want a central place or I want a central, you know, overview. And this course was a way for me to do that as well. And, you know, we honestly need more podcasts. We need your podcast. So if this course uh, or this podcast talking about the course encourages you to create your show, uh, I would love for that to happen. Another thing is I kind of had a bolt of energy and inspiration related to creating this course. I felt like it was the right time. And and so as I was earlier this year uh, in the kind of beginning of 2022, around episode 200, I started to think about different things. And uh, this is what I kind of came up with. Took a little bit longer than I expected. but um, But more importantly, I feel like this course has me in it has my work, it has my ideas uh, in there, and uh, I'm proud of it. Um, so I hope you can check it out, again, at PortfolioCurrentPodcast.com slash course. Um, 
you know, and it, why I think it has me is because it has videos. It has my kind of my style. And uh, so hopefully that, and frankly, I don't think that there's anything else that it's like there that's out there. So um, who knows what this will turn into. If it is just stays the way it is, that's cool too. Um, if you have any ideas about what you think I could do with this course, I uh, would love to hear from you. Uh, reach out to me on Twitter, Instagram, you know, or over email. I'm just one email away. So let's dive into the course. I want to kind of talk about some of the core. Uh, there's nine lessons. I want to talk about the nine lessons. So let's dive in. So, um, so lesson one in the course is called Why Now with Podcasting? Um, and I talk about how you don't launch a podcast, a podcast launches you. And I immediately saw that, you know, I, you know, didn't really have a body of work I, before creating the show and uh, the podcast has really like taken me to incredible, incredible places that I never thought were possible. And so it's an incredible time right now with podcasting. People are hopping on Zoom calls like they weren't before. You know, when I started in 2018, Zoom wasn't really around. It wasn't really as popular. I sometimes recorded episodes over Skype. Uh, but now, you know, we are Zooming and having Zoom meetings all the time. I record over Zoom. And so it's very easy. It's common. It's uh, accepted to invite somebody to, you know, chat over Zoom. So I think anytime you create anything, when you have tailwinds like this, it is a great thing. So it's becoming more and more culturally accepted to record things, to talk on Zoom, et cetera. So it's incredible time to start a podcast or to scale or to grow a podcast right now. Uh, number two, lesson number two is around show format. So it's helping you think about who's it for and what's it for. You know, I started the show wanting to describe what I was going through, what I what I was seeing when I moved here into New York, how I saw my friends, you know, thinking about work, thinking about their lives compared to, uh, you know, years before when I was in San Francisco. Uh, so for me, it was like, you know, a personal exploration. Um, and it's continued to be that way. Um, so podcasting uh, can be in your show format can be very experimental. You know, the portfolio career podcast, as you probably know, is sometimes broad. It's wide enough to talk to a bunch of different people. But there is some definitely core themes, some core pillars. And that's been great. So uh, I, I wanted to share that for people as to um, kind of the benefits of how you can, what type of show to create and why it can just be for you. Um, we'll talk about that as well, but like, you know, I never really focus as much on metrics. Um, it's like, am I getting better at skills improving? Can I keep going? You know, is this, you know, am I learning on my own? Um, and that's really, really important. And so that's how I've always tried to think about the show. And so when it, you know, who's it for, it can just be for yourself. If, you know, it's for other people along the way as well, that's, uh, you know, icing on the cake. So lesson number three is around reaching out to people. Um, you know, I started the show, my first interview was with my roommate at the time. And, you know, you kind of build up from there. Um, there's a lot of benefits to having affiliation. And um, so friends of friends or when you reach, reach out to someone and they, you know, you'll mention or I mention like, you know, somebody that they may know or they may be familiar with that person's work. Um, and they're like, oh, okay, that person's been on the show. Okay, like, all right, I'll take a chance on this. Um, and so, you know, kind of start start where you can and kind of build up from there. And then as you, you know, as you develop a body of work and, you know, may have some, 
you know, uh, more well-known or more popular people that are on the show, then you can reference them um, in future outreach emails. I talk about how I use video, I include Loom videos into a lot of the outreach emails to people, just trying to stand out to try to personalize the invitation, etc. Um, and I also look for catalysts. So, you know, is has somebody recently published a book? Have they recently, you know, had a big change in their career? Uh, is there something that they want to talk about? Um, if you have something that people are excited about talking about and the timing is good for them, then, you know, your success or your, your chances of talking with them have increased because, you know, they're excited about talking about this compared to if it's you know, something they don't want to talk about and it's not a good time, like that's really hard. Um, also then when you, you know, have this kind of body of work, say a book or so, it helps you, you know, you, there's something that you can research on and something that you can reference and then you can talk to them about that. So it's a win-win, it's easier for you and it's easier for them. Um, number four, this is around how to record an episode and tech check. And so long story short, I all right, I shared about how uh, some things to think about before you record an episode, you know, making sure you know how to record, test before you've done it, uh, make sure you know where the files are going, uh, try not to get hung up on the technical side. And then also, you know, there's a lot of different shiny objects that are out there with recording. Again, I use Zoom. Uh, there's a lot of other great systems and tools that are out there, but I've just tried to keep it simple. And also, you know, people are familiar with being on Zoom, so they don't need to create new accounts. And um, again, you're trying to think about the other person's perspective and how hard is it going to be. If they feel like it's going to be a technical lift for them, um, they may not say yes. Um, number five is around interviewing and guest relations and guest communication. So talk about how I think about interviewing um, in terms of you know thinking about someone's story, their message, and their call to action. So I try to kind of tee up and think about um, you know what what do I want listeners to take away from it? What would be something that they could do at the end of the episode? And you can kind of work your way back from that to kind of start the conversation. Um, that way, I also talk a lot about um, the importance of developing relationships with the guests and just being very clear about your communication, about you know what to expect for the actual interview, um, thanking them, and then letting them know when the episode's going to be live. I've heard that this is an area that there's room for improvement by people, um, you know, not communicating as much about when the episode's going to happen. And um, so again, if you can kind of under promise and over deliver here um, and just being open and respecting people's time and um, their ideas and their work. And so it's like small things like this can actually really have a big impact. I've been surprised by that. Um, also on that, on this point, I try to make it really easy for guests. Um, I don't ask them for, you know, media kits or anything like that. It's just like their time and is enough for me. And, um, yeah, again, just trying to really make it easy for the people that you are collaborating with on this. They've got a lot going on. Um, so trying to just make it as easy as possible for them. Um, lesson number six is what I call the minimum viable episode. When you're recording an episode, and actually publishing your first episode. As you may know, there's a couple of different elements part of uh, my normal episodes. There's a little trailer clip, a little teaser clip in the beginning. Um, there's some music. Then there's the actual body of the interview. Then there's a outro, that uh, a little clip at the end. 
Um, so I just kind of talk about that. Uh, but more importantly, I think I saw this a bunch when I was coaching and it's about kind of creating something that is usable and repeatable and sustainable. So there's a lot of different ways with, you know, kind of creating your episode format and stuff that, you know, you could always think more about music. You could always try to improve your cover art. Uh, there's a lot of different like, kind of like creative elements, creative aspects, creative components of a show. And each one of those you can get hung up on and you could spend a lot of different time on them. So that's why I like to think about a minimum viable episode. What is, you know, what is enough that you're going to be proud about, that you're going to be okay with, that is also repeatable. Um, so focus on your minimum viable episode. Number seven was kind of uploading your show and getting it up and running. This is mostly around, you know, picking a hosting platform. Uh, I use Simplecast and, you know, how to get things set up on Apple Podcasts and some things to think about there. Number eight, uh, this was actually a really important one that I really, you know, kind of unexpectedly kind of knew uh, that I learned about over time was that, you know, podcasts actually really became a home for me. Um, or I was able to create a home around the podcast. So PortfolioCareerPodcast.com um, has slowly evolved into, I think, a central hub of a lot of great information, a lot of great ideas. Um, you know, I recently added an Airtable that has, you know, a lot of the top ideas. It's got portfolio pillars for you to think about, you know, oh, if I just want to learn about episodes that are related to podcasting, pull up, you know, 10 or more episodes on that. If I want to learn about, you know, how do people you know, kind of construct uh, their portfolio career? Do they do freelancing and they do investing? Do they do courses and do they do coaching? Things like that. But that's what I have now. And I didn't have that Im immediately. Um, and sa similarly to kind of creating and, and marketing the podcast episodes, a lot of the different social media stuff has evolved over time. So what you see today with my, you know, 210 episodes is because of almost, you know, four years. Uh, three and a half years of this. So try not to get discouraged of what you see of my kind of finished products. It took me five months to really have like a real newsletter, six months to be able to create like audiograms, a year till I was creating video clips. So each one of these has been steps along the way that are additive. So you can eat, you can slowly add on um, different elements of your marketing. But if you try to do it all at once, it's tough. As part of creating this podcasting home, PortfolioCareerPodcast.com has also been a, a vehicle to create uh, a newsletter, the One Email Away newsletter, which helps people uh, find jobs and projects. And similarly, I think a newsletter connected to a podcast is an incredibly valuable um, and worthwhile project, a project that has led to you know new skills and also a direct relationship with people like yourself podcasting generally, you know, if you just think about the audio is a little bit more of a broadcast. And with the newsletter, you're able to create uh, a more direct relationship with people that are, um, you know, a part of your journey. And so the one email away newsletter is connected to the show, but it's also unique and different and has adds value in other ways. And so that's been a lot of fun. And I definitely recommend people to create a newsletter related to your podcast as well. You know, just in general, it's great to have newsletters, especially compared to social media, to have that direct relationship with people. Um, so thanks for being a part of the newsletter and being part of this email course as well. You know, to, to scale, uh, so number nine, um, to scale a podcast, you really had to create a system. And system comes in a lot of different forms. 
Um, there's kind of more the technical aspect of it, which is like, how do you figure out when to, you know, how do you figure out when are you going to email people to be guests on your show? How are you going to figure out how to edit? When are you going to start? Uh, when are you going to upload the episodes to then be published? After that happens, then what do you do? That kind of workflow um, has been, you know, something that I've kind of evolved into. But I think right now I have a really great workflow on a on a on a good week, which doesn't doesn't happen all the time. But on a good week, I'm recording episodes on Friday, and then on the weekend, and you know, sometimes a little bit later on like a Monday or Tuesday, I'm editing and producing the episode, and then that episode goes live Thursday morning, and then. Thursday night, I'm able to prepare for the episode that that I'm going to record on Friday. So it's a very kind of fluid process that I'm kind of shuffling and in and out of and not getting too far ahead where I have recorded five episodes and then I start to feel anxious that I have five episodes that I haven't published and then, but at the same time, I need to start reaching out to people to be, you know, future guests. So, you know, it is a little bit tense um, or there is a little bit of tension, but like, I really like this kind of workflow, um, but it took some time to, to find it. But, you know, so if I can record episodes on Friday, uh, that's my ideal thing because episodes go live Thursday morning. And so that's kind of the technical side of having the system. Um, I think that there's other ways around having a system, which is more around a little bit more around the mindset of being a podcaster and scaling and being a professional podcaster, which is around, you know, how do you create milestones for yourself that get you excited about, you know, even more excited about future episodes? How do you find accountability? How do you find community? How do you focus on metrics like the number of episodes or, you know, number of times someone emails you and says, oh, that was a great episode? You know, those little things uh, really add up and make a big impact. So I've been lucky, as I mentioned, I was a coach in the podcasting workshop um, in 2018 and 2019. And that was really great because I was around a lot of podcasters and that energy that was there. And also there was accountability because I was trying to help people launch their shows. So um, I've stayed in touch with a lot of other podcasters. I've interviewed podcasters. So um, that's been one way for me to continue to keep going um, and be a part of this kind of system for me. Um, so I definitely, you know, think that the more you have a workflow, the more that you have um, friends that are doing similar type of thing or that you're, you know, finding ways to celebrate along the way, the more likely you're going to keep going. So those are the nine lessons. I know I ran through them really quickly and, you know, it's taken me almost four years <laughs> to come up with this knowledge, but those are kind of the core things that I think about, uh, core things that have been important to me that I think would really help you start and scale your show. So again, you can check out this course at PortfolioCurvePodcast.com slash course and, you know, sign up for free. The lessons are every two days. Each lesson includes a video and it also includes text and... I really hope that this helps. And as you know, it's free for now. Who knows how that long will it stay? So 
get it while you can. You know, if you take the course, I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear, maybe it's not about podcasting that really stood out to you. Maybe you just thought it was unique and interesting and you that sparked an idea for you. Or maybe there was something about the workflow or maybe about, you know, how I email people and, and who I don't know what, what's going to stand out to you. That's the beauty of when you share ideas that it resonates with people in their own ways. That's and I would love to hear what it is. So please reach out to me on you know Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, email, etc. I would love to hear from you. Um, you know, and just in general, this episode and all episodes with notes are available at PortfolioCurvePodcast.com. And uh, as a reminder, I send an email um, called the One Email Away Newsletter every two weeks that has best insights from the podcast and front source job opportunities. And yeah, just really grateful to be a part of this journey with you. Uh, would love to hear what you think. Um, and you know, hopefully this inspires you to keep your podcast going, to scale your podcast, to start a podcast, or maybe do something else, create something else from the ideas that you've already been um, sharing. Um, so thank you so much and really excited for us to build and grow our portfolio careers together.